I've got good news for you. Jesus is the sun, the light of the world, and he is shining in this place. And no matter what is going on in your life right now, no matter what it is, it's going to be all right. Dry your eyes, because Scripture promises that those who have the Son have life. Life that can never be taken from you, ever. And when I look across this auditorium, I see the potential of this generation shining with the light of Jesus and ready Are you ready to shine even brighter? Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you are going to declare to this city, to the nations of the earth, dry your eyes. Hold on. It's going to be all right. Jesus is the sun, and he's living and shining in me, and he wants to live and shine in you. Yes. That is good news. You see... You and I are diamonds unfolding, diamonds of his grace that he is building and moving into beautiful images of himself, shining lights on a hill, Jesus called us. We are here, listen, we're here for influence. We're here for impact. God wants your life to be shining so that it brings hope in your family, so that it brings joy to, to people you work with and in your neighborhood. When you walk into a street or a place, there is a joy and a life to you, a shining that nothing can stop. And that's the promise that God gives us. His strategy and his plan is to change this dark world with all of its hopelessness, to change the world. Are you ready? By changing us. It starts right here. God has no plan B. Your plan A. He wants to come and begin to shine in you and create this incredible spirit of hope and love and kindness that cannot be explained, that cannot be defeated, and that can be seen more and more in this generation. And right now, we have the greatest opportunity, as Pastor Tim Hall said, that there's never been a greater time to fulfill his purpose on the earth. Hallelujah. And that's why he's right now, as he's shining in your life and shining in mine, he's restoring relationships. He's bringing inner healing. You see, that forgiveness and healing that Jesus brings to you, whether he's done it already, whether he's doing it today, is for us to be able to be a shining light. He wants to forgive our sins and cleanse us and remove our past so that we have an incredible future that invites others to come out, whether it's a summer day like now or a winter day, so we can declare, dry your eyes, it's going to be all right. The sun's in me, and he wants to be in you in Jesus' name. And the more that happens, we just begin to flood this world with light. This is a theater that's dark, but it's the light, the lightest one in this place. <laughs> you know, every Christmas Eve, normally on Heiligabend, 
usually, very often we used to have someone singing about the light of the world that had come in with Jesus' birth. And there would be a candle we'd hold up. And then we'd begin to hand off the candlelight down through the rows. And every person had a candle. And within a few minutes in the auditorium, the whole auditorium was lit with candles. Maybe you've been in a concert where everyone was told to turn on their phones and hold them up, but all of a sudden you see this massive number of people, and each one of us are holding the light. Isn't that great? And it's such a great picture of God's plan to restore his children, his family, by putting his heavenly light in each of us. See, you're not here just to live a few nice years and go to school and get a good job and make some money and have a happy life. You're here to change the world, to be a carrier of his divine love and light. What an assignment. So I want to challenge you as we get ready for a man of God that's been used all over the world, this gifted evangelist that's a friend of our church who's coming here to Berlin. Get ready. Get ready for more light to flood into yours. Get ready to accelerate to another level of healing and faith in Jesus' name. I don't know about you, but by this time next Sunday when we're ministering and we've had him Friday night and we're having service here, you need to be here next week. Forget the regular routine. This is your service. Come next week for all three. So we can't even fit in this place. And the power of God is going to fall on us and this church is going to be moved into its next season like never before in Jesus' name. And we can go out of here saying the sun is shining in our lives and he's going to shine in yours. You see, I grew up in the church. From the time I can remember, my parents took me to the house of the Lord. At the age of 16, I was baptized. And a couple years later, when I met my wife, we committed ourselves to being in a house just like this one. This year, we'll be married 50 years. Don't do the math. And in that time, we've been in basically two churches. The one that years ago sent us here, it was all 20 years ago almost now, that sent us here to do what we're doing with all of you, to serve with you in building the sun shining in the center of the city of Berlin that needs it like every other place. Amen. And then this church. So we've been in two churches, basically, for almost 50 years. That's unbelievable. And so we built our family. When our children came along, they were part of the church. They got baptized in the church. And in those early years, I was teaching in the church. I was teaching specifically at one time the book of Revelation. That's not a scary book at the end of the Bible, the Offenbarung. It's actually the final revealing, the revelation, the apocalypsis of Jesus and who he is. He's the, he's the Lord of his church. He's the one dressed in white with eyes of fire that walks among the lampstands of his church like lights 
and sees that the church is doing well, and he begins to declare the promises to those who overcome in faith. And so I was preparing to teach that course in the church where we were serving. And I would listen to it in my car as I'd go up to my office on my commute. And as I listened to the word spoken in the revelation, and again and again, I would finish listening and I'd start it over again to really get it in my spirit. The Lord began to speak to me. I was amazed at the promises Jesus makes to each of us that he will give us a new name known only to him and he'll put it on a white stone and hang it around our neck. Revelation 2. Designer jewelry from heaven. It says, I will promise to give you a new name in my temple, the city of my God. I promise to put your name as you overcome in the book of life and no one will ever take it out of there. I will acknowledge you before my angels and my Father in heaven. Unbelievable. And the one that, that I, I came undone, fix and fair to, boom, was Revelation 3, verse 14. You'll see it on screen. I heard the Lord speak these words, friends. He says, I will give you the right. He's talking to me. To sit with me on my throne. Just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. And as I heard these words... From Jesus, on this one moment, as I was commuting, all of the sudden, I was just cut in my spirit. I said, God, I don't deserve to sit with you on your throne. This is beyond anything I could ask for. And in that moment, I saw a wall of fire. I've shared this in the church. It was in a moment, an Augenblick, if you will, uh, uh, just a moment. And remember, I'm driving on the, uh, on the Autobahn or on the highway, going fast, but it's happening in, in my face, in my head, and it was real. And in that same moment, it was clear the Lord was saying, it's time, Steve, to decide. Are you going to continue to just come to church and be a nice Christian, or are you going to strip off Everything about yourself, your desires, your plans, yourself, you're going to strip naked spiritually and run into this fire that you see in front of you. And in that moment, I had to choose. And I chose to run, to strip off and run into the flame in my spirit. And I'm still running, friends. I'm still running. It's not a one-time moment. And, and I'm here to say to you that that same moment that I experienced that was life-changing for me, that set the stage years later for a call from God to move to Berlin, Germany, that probably would never have happened if my decision had been different in that moment, that same decision God has for each of us. Yours will look different it may be in a different place, but God is calling each of us to run 
into the fire. He's calling us to run into the fire of surrender. He's calling us to run into the fire of giving away all that we have and holding on to and letting it go and trusting him that we will never regret. We will never lack. We will never be disappointed with giving everything to him. And I'm here today to tell you I have no regrets. I want to run more and more into that fire. And you and I face that same choice to strip off everything and to run with Jesus into the fire. But then secondly, he's calling us as we're running to let him continue to burn us up, not burn us out. I don't believe in burnout. I believe in burn up. Because the flame that I saw that day was the flame that Moses saw on that bush. It was burning up, but it didn't consume the bush. I'm not consumed. I'm burning up, friends. It was the same kind of fire that sat on the heads of the men and women on the day of Pentecost. It was spirit fire. It released them into their calling and ministry to build the church. It's the same fire that came upon those three courageous young men, Shadrach, Abish, uh, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. You know what? When I was growing up and my parents read that story, when we were finished, my dad would say, Shadrach, Meshach, and to bed you go. So you know the story. And if you don't, go and read it. They were faced, you either follow God or you bow down and worship Satan's man, a statue. And everyone here has those moments of fire. I can cheat here and no one will see. I, I can keep receiving this money under the table. No one will find out. I, I can keep doing these things. No one sees. It's not hurting anyone. Whatever it might be, we all face these same choices. Those three men said, God can rescue us from this flame king. This evil king said, I'm going to throw you in there and you will be burned up before you even get on your feet. And they said, God can rescue us, but whether he does or not, we're not bowing to anyone. They made their decision. <laughs> they ran literally into that fire. We're all going to face those moments. Some of you are going to face them this week. And what a, here's the amazing thing. Let me encourage you. When you get in the fire of sickness... When you're in the fire of something going on in the family, rebellion with teenagers, challenges at work, all the stuff that comes at you and you feel like you're burning up with just not knowing what to do, God will come with you into that fire. In Daniel chapter 3, it tells us, King Nebuchadnezzar throws them in there, steps back and goes, now, ha, ha, ha. And then he looks and he says in Daniel 3, he leaps to his feet in amazement, and he asks his advisors, remember the advisors are there going, they watch him just throw these guys in the fire, so you don't tell, you don't tell the king what he doesn't want to hear, right? This is not a guy you say no to. So he says to these advisors, 
Weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? Why'd they tie them up? I don't get it. And look what they said. I, I, can't you just picture this? It's almost funny. They replied, yes, your majesty, certainly there were only three. Then he says, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound, unharmed, and the fourth looks like the son of the gods. See, listen, like them in the middle of a flame of whatever you're facing, God took the flame intended to burn them out and destroy them. He came into the flame and used it to keep burning them up with passion for Jesus. He'll take the fire. He'll turn it into holy fire. It won't burn you out. It'll burn you up with more passion for him. You will be more empowered, more filled with his spirit, more bold, more courageous, more creative. He will set you apart. And the things the enemy uses to try to tear you down, he'll use to elevate you into new positions of power and authority. Now, in the natural, we, we hold back from the flame. We move away from it because it does burn and it, and it destroys. But you see, God has a course for your life that will keep you burning. And instead of destroying and consuming you, it will fulfill you into his best for your life in Jesus' name. So run into the fire. Let it burn you up. It won't burn you out. And finally, are you ready? Shine on. The, the sun is shining in you. That's my call to you. When my mother was a, just a college student, she went to a meeting similar to this. There's my dear mama. That's about when she was in university. And she went to a meeting just like this. And like me, she had grown up near the farm that she grew up with, her nine brothers and sisters. She went to church with her grandmother, my, my grandmother, her mom. And so she grew up also in the church. But that church was very religious. But it really never told the people Jesus is the sun who will shine in you. You can have a personal relationship with Jesus that will never leave you. You can't be taken from his hand. And so she had never heard that in a clear way. She was, she was in church. But she went to a meeting like this. And for the first time, she heard the good news that dry your eyes. I've got good news for you. You're a diamond unfolding. The sun wants to shine in you, and he will do it forever. And she heard it. And after the meeting was over, she went back to her, her place with her three fellow students. They lived, four girls, in a place together in an apartment. And they all three weren't there. And in those next few minutes... She began to process what she had heard spoken, and she had her moment of fire. And the fire of the Holy Spirit touched her heart, and she realized, I need you, Jesus. I can know you. You're my son that will shine in me, that you'll, you're, gonna, you're declaring, I know it right now. It can be all right. 
I, I can know you in a personal way. And she ran into the fire and let it burn her up. And I'm telling you, there's a picture of me with her near the end of her life. She never stopped running into the fire. She kept on loving Jesus. She raised me and my brothers and sisters in the house of the Lord. She declared his goodness all the days of her life. And on the final day before she went to meet him face to face, told my brother and sister in the room where she was with them. And as she was coming to the end, her last breath, she said, Jesus is here with me. I see him. She was shining on. She lived a life of shining on. And that's what God wants for each of you. I love what Proverbs chapter 4 in the Message Bible says. It says, the ways of right living people glow with light. And the longer they live, the brighter they shine. So why don't you stand to your feet? Because I want to declare that you right now here in this place are having a moment where the Spirit of God is inviting you once again into the fire of his presence, where he wants to burn up everything holding you back from your next level, where he wants to pour into you his spirit so that you shine on with greater and greater glow year after year after year in Jesus' name. And if you believe that and you receive it, say amen.